So, remember we heard yesterday about how there were all these different kings in Israel. They kept dying. They kept getting attacked. They kept getting killed. One of them would kill somebody else, and then he would be king. And then he would also not listen to the Lord, and then he would get killed, right? No, he would die. Yeah. And his son Right. Then there was a guy, the last one we heard about was Amri. Amri was also wicked. He didn't die right away. No, he didn't. His son, we did. His son, Ahab, became the next king. He began to reign over Israel. And he reigned over Israel and Samaria for 22 years. And he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord more than anyone else who had been before him. Yeah. It says, as if it was a small thing to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, meaning the golden calves, he did even worse because he took for a wife Jezebel. Jezebel, whose name means praise Baal. Baal is a false god. She was the daughter of the king of the Sidonians who worshipped Baal. And she and Ahab brought the worship of Baal to the people of Israel and made an altar for Baal, which he built in Samaria, and to the Asherah, which were all their false gods. And Ahab did more to anger the Lord than all the kings of Israel who were before him. He also went and tried to rebuild the city of Jericho. And when the people of Israel came in the land of Jericho and the walls fell down, God had made a prophecy through Joshua, which said that if anyone tried to rebuild that city, he would do so by laying the foundation at the cost of his firstborn son and by setting up the gate at the cost of his youngest son. So despite this warning and this prophecy, Ahab went to go rebuild the city of Jericho and it happened as God had said. While they were building the foundation, his oldest son died. And while they were setting up the gate, his youngest son died. Yes, Samara. Um, I don't know. How close is it to when the when, when Jesus is? It's still a long ways. So here's the, here's an interesting thing, though. Things are really bad in the kingdom of Israel, the northern kingdom. Remember, they've been worshiping the, these idols. So a lot the golden calves. So a lot of the people who believe in Jesus have left. And they've gone down to the southern kingdom. Now they have Ahab and things are even worse. They're so bad, in fact, we'll hear in a second how bad they are, that God sends a great prophet. This is what God does for his people. When things are really bad and when people are unbelieving, he sends somebody to preach his word. And his name was Elijah. Elijah the Tishbite of Tishba in Gilead. Nope. So Elijah came to Ahab and he said, As the Lord, the God of Israel lives, there shall be neither rain nor dew in these years except at my word. Okay. So God told Elijah to go and live near the brook Cherith. He said, you'll drink from the brook and I'll have the ravens bring you food every day for you to eat. So the whole land now is going to have no water because there's no water. There's also not going to be a lot of food. But God told Elijah where he could go so that he would stay alive. So he went and lived by this brook and the ravens would bring him food, bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. And he drank water from the brook. But after a while, the water in the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. 
So then the word of the Lord came to Elijah and said, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon. So that's in the land of the Canaanites. And go and live there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to feed you. A widow is someone whose husband has died. So he went to Zarephath, the city. And when he came to the gate of the city, there was a widow there who was gathering sticks. Why do you think she was gathering sticks? Some people, you can make sticks out of food or... You cannot make food out of sticks. Fire. Fire. You can make fire with sticks to cook or to make things warm. All right, so she's gathering sticks, and Elijah said to her, bring me a little water in a vessel that I might drink. You know what's interesting about this is, like, do you remember that at church on Sunday, we had the story about a woman at the well, and this woman was a Samaritan woman, and Jesus said, give me a drink. The same thing. Elijah meets this woman at a well, and he says, give me a drink. So she goes to get him a drink, and he called to her and said, bring me some bread to eat. And she said, this is interesting. She says, as the Lord your God lives, she uses the, the word Yahweh. She's from this other country, but she knows who the true God is. Whenever people who know the true God say this, you know, they, they often say, as the Lord Yahweh lives, the living God. That's what she says. She says, I have nothing baked, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little bit of oil in a jug. That's what you need to make bread. Water, oil, flour. She said, I'm going to gather some sticks that I can make a yeah, fire so I can, so I can prepare it and make some food for myself and my son. And we'll eat it and then we'll die because there's no food left. And the famine is in the land. And Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go. Do as you have said. First, though, make me a little cake of bread and bring it to me. And afterward, make something for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord, Yahweh, the God of hosts, the God of Israel. The jar of flour shall not run out. The jug of oil shall not be empty. Until the day that the Lord sends rain upon the earth. And she went and did as Elijah said, which showed trust, right? He said, make some food for me first. He didn't do that because he was being selfish. He did that to call forth faith. It would take faith in God's promise to do that. Because if she didn't believe God's promise that the flour and the oil wouldn't run out, well, she probably wouldn't make some for Elijah first. Because that would mean that she and her son would die even faster. But she did what he said because she trusted in the word of the Lord. And it happened just as he said. She would make bread out of a little bit of flour and a little bit of oil. And it should have been gone, but it wasn't. Every day there was more there. It was never a lot there, right? It wasn't like it, it filled all the way up. It was always the same. But every day there was more. It never became empty. That's like when we pray in the Lord's Prayer, give us to say our daily bread, right? God, for God to provide a day at a time. So it happened just like God had said through Elijah. Well, then something really sad happened. The woman's son became ill. He was very sick. And then there was no breath left in him, which means he's dead. And she said to Elijah, What do you have against me, O man of God? You have come to me to bring to remembrance my sin and to cause the death of my son. So she must have felt that she had done something bad and that God was punishing her. By killing her son. But he said, no, give me your son. And he took him from her arms and carried him up into the upper chamber where he, where he stayed. And he laid him on his bed and he prayed to God. He cried out to the Lord and he said, 
O Yahweh, my God, have you brought calamity even upon the widow with whom I sojourned by killing her son? And then he prayed three times and cried out to the Lord. He stretched himself out upon the child and he said, O Lord, my God, let this child's life come into him again. And the Lord listened to the voice of Elijah and the life of the child came into him and he came back to life. And Elijah took the child and brought him down. Yep, sometimes you guys hear this story at church. Yep. No, not the same story. Yeah, there's another one about Elijah we'll hear tomorrow. Oh, yeah, well, actually, you were going to hear about God, Jesus healing a man that was blind on Sunday. That's our, that's our term, sermon for Sunday. Anyway, so Elijah brought the child to his mother and said, See, your son lives. And the woman said to Elijah, This is the most important verse in this chapter. She said this, now I know that you are a man of God and that the word of the Lord in your mouth is truth. All of those things that happened, all of those things that God did, right? We were talking about Ahab and Elijah ended up in a completely different country living with his widow. Why? To bring her to trust in the word of the Lord. Yeah, and David. So, you know what's going on here too is Ahab doesn't want to listen to the word of the Lord, but this widow in a different country who's not even from God's people she listens to the word of the Lord and trusts in it because God's word is for everyone and he wants everybody to trust his promises like this, like this woman did.